Now it's come back to Barry. And now Heskey gets up and Terry's behind him. And there's a chance for the first goal. And it's there. It's Michael Owen yet again for England. Goodness me, what a start. Seven minutes. everybody and welcome to languagecaster.com's learners podcast my name is damon and i've recently returned to japan from a trip to england it's very hot over here um i wish i was back in england where it was a little bit cooler anyway on with today's show on today's show we will be looking at the women's world cup which kicked off last week. And Damien, who is now in Spain, will be bringing you some English for football. As promised, here's a look at the Women's World Cup. As some of you may have noticed, the Women's World Cup kicked off last week in China's second city, Shanghai. 16 teams are taking part in four groups in 32 games over 20 days. And so far, after each team has played one game, 39 goals have been scored, averaging out at 4.8 goals a game. Surely a feast of action for the fans that have turned up in their thousands to cheer on their teams, even if it's been said that many of the fans have been bussed in by the Chinese authorities to make the stands look fuller than they perhaps would have been. But on the basis of what's happened so far, a ticket to see the women play will be money well spent. The tournament opened with most pundits' second favourites, Germany, demolishing Argentina 11-0. And in the same group, England and Japan played out a thrilling 2-2 draw, with Japan scoring an equaliser courtesy of an Ayamiyama free kick in the fourth minute of injury time. A lot of people felt there was no foul and it was, a, and it was cruel luck, really, after England had battled back from 1-0 down to lead after missing a host of chances. Another exciting end-to-end -end game saw uh, North Korea take on the favourites USA and nearly pull off a famous victory. The game ended 2-2 and all the games came in a 12-minute spell in the second half, with USA striker O'Reilly sparing Team USA any major blushes. And how about the host China? Well, they overcame European opposition in the form of the Danish team 3-2 in front of over 50,000 fans who said the women's game's not popular. A late winner by substitute Song Xiaori, sorry for the pronunciation, sent the stadium into delirium and has put China in a great position to progress to the quarterfinal stages. As I mentioned, 16 teams are taking part, and besides those already mentioned, Sweden, Ghana, Brazil, Canada, Norway, Nigeria, Australia, and New Zealand are all taking part. FIFA President Sepp Blatter is in favor of expanding the number of participating countries, which is a welcome change from his usual request to reduce the size of shorts that women should wear, 
and with the increased media coverage this time, it's hard to see the tournament staying as a 16-team affair. Another affair that's been in the headlines is England striker Kelly Smith's goal celebrations where she kisses her boots. Apparently this hasn't impressed the German coach, England's next opponents, who favours giving out yellow cards for breaking the rules. Hmm. I wonder what the German coach would think of Australian hotshot Sarah Walsh who celebrated her goal by using a boot to make a telephone call. We can only guess. Keep your eyes out for a more traditional shirts-off approach, perhaps. Games to watch coming up. England versus Germany. England drew nil-nil with the Germans last time out, and there's always a rivalry between these two countries, even if it's chess. USA versus Sweden. The loser could potentially be going home, or at best, facing Germany in the quarterfinals. Brazil versus China should be a cracker, and Australia versus Norway has two physical sides looking to progress. Plenty to look forward to in the Women's World Cup 2007. And on that note, here's Damien with English for Football. Yaggity-yag, I don't talk back. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. Yaggity-yag, Today's English for Football expression is, football is a funny old game. Now what this means is that football is unpredictable. That we just don't know what's going to happen. Well, anything could happen in football. Now, funny has two meanings. First of all, it means something humorous or to make you laugh. The other meaning is that it's something is strange. And this is the meaning we use here. Football is a strange old game. Now, recently, uh, Malta and Turkey drew 2-2. And this is a very strange result. So we use the expression... Football's a funny old game. And also, England, in their recently improved performances, have been applauded by the press, particularly Emil Heskey, the striker, and the coach, Stephen McLaren. Now, both of these people had suffered real criticism before, and now they're regarded as being the heroes or the saviours of the team. Football is a funny old game indeed. Yes, it is a funny old game. Last week, England were looking very shaky in the qualifiers for Euro 2008, and now they're sitting on top of the world. I wonder what's going to happen in the next month or so. Well, that's it from this week's show. Thank you for listening, and remember to check out our website at languagecaster.com. Lots of worksheets, vocabulary, uh, English for football phrases, and online quizzes. Visit us and tell us what you think and leave some comments. See ya and enjoy the football. Thanks everybody for listening. Enjoy all the football. See you next week.